This is our fifth session now on Ephesians 6, 10 to 13. Finally, be empowered in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And now he's going to explain four groups of demonic forces that serve the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against, number one, rulers, and against, number two, authorities, and against three, cosmic powers of this present darkness, and against four, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. So we're going to focus on rulers and authorities, and then next time on cosmic powers and spiritual forces and present darkness and heavenly places. Father, I pray that we would have an appropriate seriousness, an appropriate, sober, trembling trust in your triumph as we do battle against these forces in your strength and might. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I think the most helpful thing to do here, this is what I do at least when I am trying to figure out now who are these folks and how should I think about them? How much power do they have? How much power do I have? How do I confront them in this world? How free are they? How much under God are they? All those kinds of questions. I find it helps simply to look up all the places where these two words are used together. Because then you have a pretty good idea that you're talking about what Paul is talking about here. So I'm going to do this in six steps to get a, a big picture of what are we up against with rulers and authorities. Colossians 1.16 By Christ all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. Same two words paired together. All things were created through him and for him. So the first thing to say is that they didn't exist before Jesus, and they don't exist alongside Jesus. They exist at the word of Jesus. He brings them into being, and they only have their being by his word of power. He's the creator of rulers and authorities, demonic though they be. And then there's the fall. He brings them into being perfectly. And then there's this catastrophic event that we're told very little about in the Bible, only that there were angels who were good. They left their place, and there's a fall. And now these are enemies of Christ and of God. What does he do? Colossians 2. You who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, 
God made alive together with Christ, together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. Forgiveness by the death of Christ. By canceling the record of debt. That's really good news. That stood against us with, le with its legal demands. This he set aside. How? By nailing it to the cross. And then here comes verse 15. He disarmed the rulers and authorities. There they are. And put them to an open shame by triumphing over them in him. So even though we're going to see that they are our present active adversaries, nevertheless, they are a decisively defeated foe. So for those who are in Christ, the rulers and authorities are disarmed in the sense that because of our forgiveness of sins and the record of death that stood against us, these rulers and authorities and the devil behind them don't have any accusations to bring against us that would damn us. And in that sense, at least, they are utterly disarmed. So they are a decisively defeated foe, and we do not have to tremble as though they might get the upper hand against Jesus. Rather, 1 Peter 3.21, baptism, which corresponds to the flood, now saves you not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience, a baptism signifying an appeal to God, a, an appeal of faith to God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels and authorities and powers having been subjected to him. Authorities and powers having been subjected to him, the same group, rulers and authorities. So these folks here, <laughs> I call them folks, these powers here are subjected now to Jesus. He has authority over them now. They were in rebellion. He defeated them at the cross. He has them in subjection. And you can see that in Ephesians 1. God raised Christ from the dead, seated him at his right hand, seated Christ at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority. There they are. All rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. So Christ is now ruling over far above all rule and authority. And he says it again in Colossians. Two, for in Christ the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. There they are again, and Christ is head over them. They don't rule Christ, they don't threaten Christ. And now, nevertheless, we're back at our text, nevertheless, we must put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the schemes of the devil because he works those schemes through rulers and authorities. And those rulers and authorities were created by Christ, defeated by Christ, 
are in subjection to Christ. He is the head over them. And as we do battle with them, look at what the purpose is, according to Ephesians 3, 8 to 10. This grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, so that through the church, through these saints who are putting on the armor of God and standing up to the rulers and authorities so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Do you see the point? Last time we wondered out loud, why doesn't God just do away with the devil all by himself? Why does he suit us up with armor and send us poor, weak, children into battle, and the reason is because he's going to give us strength and might. We are going to stand against the schemes, and these rulers and authorities are going to be defeated by our armor. We'll see what that is in a few sessions, and they will be defeated, and God will get the glory, and it will be seen to be a manifoldly wise way of running the world. This is an amazing statement about the destiny and purpose of the church, so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God in leaving Satan in being, in defeating and yet allowing some leash to the principalities and powers and world rulers of this present darkness, and suiting up his people with his armor and causing them to stand by trusting in his power shows these rulers and authorities God is no fool. He's never missed a beat. He's never slipped up. He's never made a mistake. And the victory that he gets through his weak and dependent people shows how glorious is his wisdom. Therefore, take up the armor of God, folks. It's not only our only hope to stand, but it's our only hope to glorify the wisdom of God the way he designed it.